Trump uttered those three, those four letters, CBDC. And you know who been told you? The Griff Report starts right now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. Happy Hotep Thursday, Hoteps. Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the Hoteps. Hotep to my Hotep of Stannies. Hotep. Metastep, what up? Strong Dad, what up? Heather, Renee, we in the house. Protocol, I see you. Who's over? Who's rumbling on the rumble? Haram Life, what up, man? Haram Life, yo. Haram Life is now a client of Men of Water. I seen he got himself some of that Apex. Let me know how I make you feel. I got moms coming in the mail. I can't wait till you take that Apex, man. Woo! I can't. I can't wait to see just what it does to my attitude. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure I'll. You know the muscles and all of that. I'm, I'm not concerned about that. You know. I know how to do that. But I wonder how it's gonna. You know, manage my mood. You know, with the. You know stabilizing of my testosterone levels can't wait to find out in case y'all haven't missed it you got three days left no no three days no two you have today and tomorrow to take advantage of our it's like 75 percent off sale for apex i mean you're gonna get it at the lowest price you're ever gonna see it go get apex it's our testosterone supplement it's the one I was just talking about. Go get it right now. Menofwater.com. You're gonna see, you don't have to do anything. It's already priced in there. The regular price on this thing is $98 a bottle. This week only. It's about 30 bucks. 30 bucks. So y'all better take advantage. Y'all better go and take advantage. Uh, EMP said he's not going to get the apex. Was he going to get the flow? Get the flow. The flow is banging too. I took my flow today. I'm flowing. Take my flow every day. You know what I mean? Helps you enter that flow state. Huge, huge advantage for concentration and focus. All right. If you want to get that flow, QR code on the screen is right there. Contact one of our affiliates. I'm sure they'll post a link in the chat shortly. Get that discount. Discount link is also in the box below. Make sure you get that. Syscoin got a huge announcement coming soon. If I hope y'all in the Telegram group. Get in the Telegram group. Get in the Telegram group. Link in the description box below. Don't say I didn't been told you. With that being said. Let's dive right into the Griff Report. We're going to start right here. We're going to start off with the theatrics. 
the theatrics. Let's take a look. Mo Facts posted a video this morning, afternoon, 1.28 p.m. He says, was I exposed by Hotep Jesus? Let's look at the clip. And of course, Elon's app doesn't work. Hold on. Damn shame. At one job, Elon. topic Today, we are going to expose Mo Facts as an agent of white supremacy. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Mo Facts, you there? Is Mo Facts still in the chat? <laughs> We're about to expose Mo Facts and Tariq Nasheed and whoever else falls under that umbrella, freedmen and all that. I'm going to show you how these people are either witting or unwitting agents of so-called white supremacy, which they say exists. Is the fact that we were the natives. We were not brought here on slave ships. That's not economically sound. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Let's get to the big brain topic. <laughs> Mo ain't shit for this. Mo, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> Yo, don't make me call Goldstein for an edit. Don't make me call Goldstein for an edit, Mo. You know he lethal with the edits, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm debating Mo Facts tomorrow for the Griff Report special edition of the Griff Report. Me versus Mo Facts. The man without a face. We are going to face off tomorrow. Pause. HJ, you got to do a custom link for Apex. It's too long to post in the chat. Just type in menofwater.com. It's right there. Menofwater.com. It's probably the easiest way to do that. And, um, it's the first thing you see when you go to menofwater.com. Shout out to Cash the Cam. Cash the Cam got a dope blog coming out soon on menofwater.com. He's working hard over there in the gym, in his community, putting in them hours, doing the work, as the people say. So look out for that special episode of uh, the Griff Report tomorrow. And if there's any breaking news, anything like that, me and Mo can cover that together. Um, What? Oh. This is some old news that popped up on my timeline. Let's go back to the bag. What do I want to? There's a lot of racy stuff in here. I want to talk about the jibby jab. I want to talk about the jibby jab. I got stuff in here that's weeks old, maybe even months old. But I want to talk. We got some race stuff in here, and it's it's very interesting. Um, let's go. Let's go right here. Let's start with here because it's a bunch of different things. You know how I tie everything in together. So let's go right here. So this account Amuse, you guys know these guys. They, they create like they basically, you know, jack news outlets for news and call it breaking news. Right. And all they could do is just, you know, you could just retweet the news outlets. But, you know, whatever. Um. <laughs> anyway. Amuse. He says equity. He starts off with the term equity. And he says, I'm in the market for a new job and I was referred to a startup 
that has raised $500 million in venture capital regarding a CRO position. It is a great fit based on my background. The first question the HR person asked was about my identity. They need a diverse candidate. When I explained I was a straight white male, I was told that I didn't meet their requirements. Without any hesitancy, the hiring representative explained they had a mandate to only consider candidates that were people of color and or members of the LGBT community. In the old days, the HR department would at least pretend they weren't engaging in illegal hiring practices. Today, they don't even seem to realize what they are doing is a violation of the law. I previously joked that I was going to become non-binary so that I will qualify for participation in our new society. I'm seriously considering it now. First thing I want to say about this response is there's a lot of talk about the Civil Rights Act. And on one hand, people are saying we want to repeal the Civil Rights Act. They're attacking the Civil Rights Act. But at the same time, they want to invoke the Civil Rights Act, which may or may not be hypocritical. I'll throw them some bail because you have to deal with the with the now. You have to deal in, in, in the present. So I understand that. But if you're going to use it, it exists. You know, uh, why repeal it? Now, I, I, I can't really say if it should or should not be repealed because I haven't done the research. I, I just don't care to do the research. When something pushes me to care to do the research, I'll do the research on it. But right now, again, like I always told you, I'm researching money in our financial system. That, to me, seems to be the most paramount issue uh, in our society today. So I responded to this post. I said, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. At least that's what I used to tell black people. Hashtag woke right. Now, the funny thing is, if this tweet were written about being a black man, A, nobody would say anything on the right, the, the, the reactionary movement, the red whites. A, either wouldn't say anything. B, deny the validity of the story, which Steph Colonel did. Steph Colonel said he's lying. Maybe it, it, this this does smell like cap, but you never know. Right. Or or third. So what do we got? We got ignore. Um, deny or acknowledge, like I showed you and say, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Either way, there would be no room for sympathy because that is the common theme, because that. I personally believe is the move for black folks. I'm not I, I, I'm not the type of person who, you know, enjoys hearing black people complain about systemic white supremacy and racism. To me, it sounds bitch made. You know, it sounds like a hoe. It sounds like a 304. It sounds like a woman crying and complaining. Now, when I see women do it, I understand because that's what women do. They complain. They identify problems. They complain. That's their role in our society. And then men solve them. So when I see men take on female traits, it concerns me. Oh, the white man, this, the white man, that. Whereas I'm like, <clears throat> I think like everybody else, pull yourself up by the fucking bootstraps. Okay. Um, Figure it out. Push forward. This shit exists. It sucks. Now, I got to tell you this. If you don't know how to pimp your whiteness, give it to me. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. If you are white, 
in America and you are having trouble getting a job, do you need me to tell you how to do it? Because I've been black my whole life and was able to get the most impossible jobs where I wasn't supposed to get hired. But I did it. The next thing I want to say is if I go to a job and they tell me they're looking for an LGBTQ candidate, I do not want to work there. That's I'm like, oh, y'all a woke corporation. You know what? Give me my application back. Give me my resume back. I don't even want to work here. I don't want to work here. So I don't understand why these people are practicing their own form of DEI. Oh, you got to let the white man get a job. I thought you I don't do identity politics. Let the white man get a job. Why don't the white man create his own job? That's what I told black people to do. Create your own job. Create your own economy. Create your own corporations. Create your own means of substance, sustenance. Okay? And this is the this is the issue. They don't want to do that. They want to come online and they want to complain. They want to complain about DEI and all this other stuff. This is what you call hashtag woke right. The woke right. Because like I said before, if you were to swap black with white here, everybody would say, oh, look at these people complaining about racism. Racism doesn't exist. We live in a post-racial America and all this other bullshit. Now, last thing I'll say on this topic. If you were silent, if you downplayed, or you... um were unsympathetic when black people were complaining about racism and not being able to get a job, mostly those jobs that were created by the left. If you were any of those three, you should not complain now. You should not complain now. Because the system showed you what it was capable of when it came to black people. And you thought you were impervious. You thought you wouldn't be next. But the system don't care about race. The system cares about power. Okay. The people that run this system care about power and they can't get power while men are still around. While masculinity is strong. That's why we dropped Apex. Cause some of y'all need some testosterone fixing. Need your body to start producing the right amount of testosterone. That's what they don't want. That's why you have the gender wars and the, uh, uh, gender swapping and all of that stuff. This is an attack on masculinity. See, when they wanted to destroy the black community, they attacked the black man to get access to the black woman. And you see what that has done to the black community now. And the white man's always been a target of this power structure. He was a target since the Revolutionary War. Since before the Revolutionary War, he's been a target. Masculinity has been a target for a very long time. It's been a target since the Napoleonic Wars. You're just now starting to be able to see it more and more. But now, here today, oh, it's clear as 2020 that they're trying to get straight men out of the paint. So we can either unite black man and white man 
We can either shake hands, put the bullshit aside and build our families, which will build our communities, which will build our states, which will build our country. Or we can continue to fight amongst ourselves and kill each other. Either way is man on man crime. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You hear me? Man on man crime. You know, black on black crime. Man on man crime. The powers that be don't give a fuck about race. The powers that be ain't even human, nigga. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. These motherfuckers are reptiles from another galaxy. They're not even human, dumbass. That's your problem. David Icke been told you. These are reptilian shapeshifters. And y'all still dealing in black and white. And even if they're not reptilian shapeshifters from another planet, these motherfuckers have no humanity, which removes them from being human. They are satanic, demonic people. Evil. It's the fight of good versus evil. The most basic concepts at the beginning of man. And y'all still can't grasp it. Still can't grasp it. Let's continue because I could go on this tirade all day. Um, let's go here. Let's pull one. I'm going to play this one third, two, but I'm going to play it third. Three, play this one second. This one's funny. That one's really funny. Um, Let me just make sure there's nothing else in here because sometimes I forget. Okay, we have to play this one. This Should this one go third? or No, nah, we'll make that the last one. We'll make that the last one. That makes sense to be the last one. And then we're going to get into some grifters, Trump, um, this big brain shit. Oh, we got to play this. I've been waiting to fucking talk about this shit. Since we're on the topic of race. All right, let's go back. All right, you ready? So, Charlie Kirk posted his tweet here. says, New England Patriots new head coach, Gerard Mayo, lets white NFL players know they should avoid playing for him. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, what? No, wait, new... Let's white NFL players know they should avoid playing for him. I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. Actually, if you don't see color, you can't practice racism. I don't think Coach Mayo is going to win six Super Bowls. What? So then Uncle Hotep responds and he goes, the woke right continues to have their woke off in every aspect of American society. Now, again, Coming back, like we told you, this is the woke right. Because you just swap white with black and it sounds like a leftist. Look here, it says New England Patriots new head coach Gerard Mayo lets black NFL players know they should avoid playing for them. You see how I did that? I want to show you something else that popped up. I wonder if she replied. That shit was hilarious. Um... Where is it? Here we go. So this was in response to my response to Amuse. 
and she says, um, this y'all business is bullshit. Do all black people living or dead share a brain? Nope. Do all white people living today share a brain with dead white people? Nope. And I said, dead. I was like, I was talking about people on Twitter. And she says, y'all promotes the destructive bad idea that the color of your skin should be attributed to bad behavior of someone else because of uh, someone else because the skin color is similar. In other words, it promotes racism, prejudice, uh, prejudicing, not ending. And I said, sounds pretty woke to me. <laughs> and she has not responded yet. Because <laughs> these people going to start to catch themselves. You see, when the when the powers that be decide to flip that switch and you're now the target, you are going to sound like the people that used to be the target that you used to make fun of. They flipped the switch and you followed suit. You didn't keep it consistent. You followed suit. <laughs> so now here you are running around the Internet pointing out instances of racism this is what these these white accounts are doing these white identity accounts this shit is fucking hilarious let's go to the tape oh man I just, it's good, good to be white <laughs> i do see color because i believe if you don't see color you can't see racism and whatever whatever happens black white disabled person i've always even someone with disabilities I always, uh, you know, for the most part, people are like, you know, don't, you know, when they're young, they, they kind of make the spot hot. Younger people know what that means. But what I would say is, like, no, I want you to be able to go up to those people and really understand those people. So it goes back to whatever it is, black, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter, but it does matter so we can try to fix a problem that we all know we have. I do see color. Because I believe if you I, don't I, see color, you can't. I saw this video pop up on my feed yesterday or the day before. I forget when it was. I think it was yesterday. And I didn't watch the video. I just saw somebody reiterate what he said. And I kept it moving. I thought it was just like nothing. I was just like, oh, whatever. Some black guy who became head coach of New England Patriots. We're going to come back to that point. <laughs> <laughs> But I just kept on scrolling. I didn't think it was important. And today now, it's just like, damn, y'all really mad about this shit? Which makes me question. How the fuck did you get a black coach in New England? Like, Boston's one of the racist places on the planet. Like, the entire planet. If you would agree, like, the most racist places on the planet, it would probably be Argentina than Boston. <laughs> What's a city in, in, in Argentina? Is Buenos Aires uh, in Argentina? I don't fucking know. But it would be Argentina than Boston, like most racist places on the planet. And then like, I guess, I don't know, Kentucky or Alabama or some shit like that. Um, Which would be your stush, your stush racism, your upper class racism, your North North Nordic racism. Um, but damn, they got a black QB. So I first so what tells me what I'm thinking is it's like a DEI hire to these people. Like I think Charlie Kirk's looking at this like, how the fuck is a black man a coach of America's team, right? Like the the New England Patriots. 
how is a black man a coach? You know, um, he played for them. Um, is he a coach? What is he? He's a coach, right? What is who is this? I don't know who this guy is. I don't, again, I don't follow Caesar's shit. Yeah, he's a head coach. They said he's a head coach. I just trying to figure out how they got a, a black head coach in New England. And I think that's what these people are really upset about, right? I think they're just like, you know, mad that this might be a DEI hire. And it might be a DEI hire. I don't even fucking know what's going on in sports. All I know is the sports are rigged and y'all stupid for believing that shit otherwise. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. It, it could be a DEI hire, you know, but why do people care? It's fucking football. <laughs> What changes in the world if they fucking got a DEI hire? You're going to see next year when it, when it fucking... But it could be a DEI hire. But we're going to see next year if it was effective or not. Uh, an effective hire or not when we see their uh, record. Um, If, if the storyline allows it. Because there's a storyline to the NFL. Anyway. Uh, let's go to the next clip. Here we have uh, some racist shit happening what is this, Pikesville, uh, Baltimore County, uh, President Eric, Principal Eric Eisvet. Eisvet. Let's play the tape. I'm the principal here, me and only me. You know, I, I seriously don't understand why I have to constantly put up with these dumbasses here every day. <laughs> Between these ungrateful black kids who can't test their way out of a paper bag, or these teachers who don't get it. How hard is it to get these students to meet their grade level expectations? Lawrence and Ravenel should have never been hired. And don't let me get started on DJ. I'm gonna drag his black ass out of here one way or another. I'm gonna get something to stick. I'm just so sick of the inadequacies of these people. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm gonna join the other side. Kathy, I'm done. Oh, 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 man. Looks like he's about to get replaced by a DEI hire. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even particularly mad at his rant. Like, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything racist. I'll be honest with you. He didn't say anything racist. He called a spade a spade, you know, the fucking kids ain't learning. They black, you know, he just said black. Okay. Now that last Jew comment though, I don't think it's racist, but it's damn sure risky. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> Can I play that last part one more time? <laughs> Hold on. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm going to join the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, man. There's a lesson in here. You know, I always gonna have a lesson for you. There's a lesson in here. <laughs> I gotta play it one more time. I gotta play it one more time. I'm sorry. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm gonna join the other side. <laughs> Kathy, I'm done. 
Yeah, I hope this was made with AI. Tell me this is not real, yo. Somebody said he was going to be all right until he said Jew. All that black hate, they would have swept under the rug. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. Um, I got to play it one more time before I make my point. I'm sorry. Do you guys know what point I'm about to make? I'll give one person one month free of Master of, of Flow or Apex. You get one month free. If you can tell me the lesson I'm about to give you from this clip. I'm going to play it one more time. I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community. I'm going to join the other side. Mm. I'm going to join the other side. What is the lesson to be made here, folks? It's the one we've been talking about for weeks now. Does anybody know what it is? Francisco Sanchez Jr. with a $10 super chat. He just popped a cherry pause. <laughs> what up, Sister Otis? <laughs> oh, man. Always act as if you're being recorded. I I like that. I I I I follow something similar. I say always act as if Jesus or God is watching, you know, or your grandma. That's how I live my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh All right. So nobody's getting it. Look at all you blacks that can't get this. Look at all you whites in the chat that can't get this answer. You're going to make me lose it. All right. So seriously. So the lesson to be had here, as we've been saying before, is. Zionism creates anti-Zionism. When he said the other side, he was talking about Republicans. He was talking about conservatives. He was talking about the fascist far right. At least that's my assumption, which means he's a Democrat. So when you have this influx of complaints from one side, it pushes you out and you go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm joining the other team. And this goes back to what we've been talking about before. The rise of the right. That's that shift, that swing to the other side. We're, we're in the middle of all of this. And this is a, a prime example of how that happens. This is how people become radicalized. And they know that. That's why they you know, do all the complaining and fussing on the left because that creates it. Y'all be paying attention to that shit and it pushes you farther and farther right. Felix Gamble said, I wish all you black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus because that guy, he, he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. Let's go to the next clip. More racism. More racism. This one's good, though. I like this one. This one is this is migrant versus black violence. Well, verbal violence. No, more money for you. You want it. You want it. No more money for you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You're lazy. No more money for you. 
So the black ladies telling the black ladies telling him go home, and he's responding with, "No more money for you, you lazy." This is part of the design as well. This is the fracturing of a society that we're seeing here today. Demoralization of the society. You want to depress the black community? Make them share space as if they're not sharing enough space as it is in the projects or whatever tenements they've built. Now they got to share space with the migrants. Now the lower class, the poors have to share space with the migrants and be replaced. No more government assistance for you. It's now going to the migrants. But part of that is to create the violence, the, the pushback. And what comes along with the violence and pushback for another chance to win? One more supply of flow or apex. Can somebody tell me what happens when the powers that be push a group of people to revolution and violence? What is what does that normally make excuses for? What does that bring about chat? Come on, you've been paying attention in class, you blackies, you whiteies. <laughs> huh? Does anybody know? Should be asking about them bunkers. Consolidation of power. Correct. That's one. That's that's not the answer I'm looking for. Martial law. Yes. Um, I'm a, I gotta give it to, I gotta give it to Robert, Robert, a martial law was close. It's a little too specific. That's kind of bad of me to say it's too specific consolidation of power, but more government control is the right answer. Shout out to Robert Banks. Hey, Robert, reach out Twitter or something like that. I get you a coupon code. You let me know if you want flow or apex tweet me. And we make sure we get that to you. Shout out to Robert Banks. More government control. That's exactly it, man. That's exactly it. EMP 1990, he said, they shut the fuck up and sit down from the government. Yeah, that's another way to say it. Troublemaker Jonah says, your rights are eliminated. Yeah, yeah, also true. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All of this stuff leads to one place, and that's the consolidation of power and control. Let's go to the next clip. More racism. Uh, let's start it right here. Now he's off to New Hampshire to campaign more. The guy's a machine. There is a relentlessness and a persistence in the Trump campaign that I think really emerges out of the candidate himself. In Iowa, this victory was so huge. And really, it was a testament to the resiliency of the Trump voter. Because mm -hmm. you had the worst conditions possible, uh, historically challenging weather and ice. And these folks came out and uh, voted overwhelmingly for the president. I met with a lot of those folks. This is the blue-collar realignment of the Republican Party. And what I could tell you is, like, for every Karen we lose, there's a there's a Julio and a Jamal ready to sign up for the MAGA movement. And that abodes well for our ability to be more diverse and to be more. Now, you heard that. I want you to listen to the first thing that the host says. 
durable as we head into not only the rest of the primary contests, but also the general election. Well, also, you know, when Trump was president, it was better for all people, not just people of certain races. But Congressman, you yeah. know, you heard that. Now, that's the part to me that if I were to be offended, Matt Gates, what he said does not offend me. To me, it's just fucking funny. Right now, I know some people go, oh, he said Jamal, but he said Karen, too. He said Karen. That's that's y'all said it was racist that the red white said it was racist. So he, he's he's keeping it funky all around the board. He said we got a Julio and a Jamal for every Karen we lose. But look at how the host cleaned it up for the audience. Look at how the, the host cleaned it up for the audience. He said, hold on, Matt. We don't do identity politics on the right. I got to clean this up. So Newsmax don't lose no points. We are a colorblind society. More diverse and to be more durable as we head into not only the rest of the primary contests, but also the general election. Well, also, you know, when Trump was president, it was better for all people, not just people of certain races. But Congressman, you know, why did he need to slip that in there? Why? Why? What Matt Gates said was on point. People want to play this all lives matter bullshit. That shit corny. Let what Matt said hang on its own. Pause. Okay. Ooh, Brandy got the Kofi on tight. She said Julio and Jamal can only be compared to white women, not white men. Damn. Kofi on tight. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. You just way too deep down the hotel rabbit hole for me on that one. But I love it. I love it. But again, coming back to what he said, some all lives matter bullshit. It's just weird to me when they do that. You know, darn Trump, it was better for all lives. Oh, duh. But that's not what we talking about. We talking about capturing a vote. That is a newer demographic for the Republicans. They, 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 they didn't have a chance in hell of getting no Julio and Jamal vote. And now they're getting it. Can, we can't talk about that. We can't identify races. Shit's weird. Really weird, man. That shit's corny, yo. Because you want to stay on code for your followers. Oh, he just Matt Gates just brought up identity politics. Cancel him. What? Anyway. Brings me to my next question, my next up. Now, Jake Shields is a very controversial figure. He's an MMA fighter, former MFA, uh, MMA UFC fighter, five-time world champion. Some people are labeled him as a white supremacist. I would just say he's a white identitarian, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't like all of his posts, but he's funny to me. And this one is one of those things that people have deemed racist that I'm like, mm, let this nigga cook. So he's, Jake Shields says, why is it always black people? And he says, quotes, that look white who bitch the most about racism. You look just like me, so I know you don't deal with racism. Ooh, he cooking, he cooking. And I said, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. This person says, uh, no, it's not a fair point because as soon as this black person who looks white does something wrong, black people will get the blame. I don't even know what kind of, I can't even try to blame from who like, 
but he's right. He is right. He is right. Because on one hand, Jake Shields will recognize her whiteness, but as soon as some weird shit go down, they do, they do act funky towards her. Um, but I think she brought a lot of that stuff on her. Um, so let's tackle the first part here. Yo, light skinned niggas be the most pro black. I mean, Malcolm X, Kaba Kamene, Strong Dad, Goldstein. <laughs> Yo, they be the most pro black. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like it's because they they subconsciously recognize they got a lot of the white man's blood in them and they got to absolve themselves of it. I know Strong Dad and Goldstein going to call in later and clarify this for me. But that's just my guess. I got another brother, my, my best friend. He's a light-skinned uh, freckled, red-haired cat, just like Strong Dad. Nigga been pro-black his whole life. Like, super pro-black. All the light-skinned motherfuckers, you can't tell them shit. Now, it's nothing wrong with that. Let's be clear. I love it. I love to see a motherfucking pro-black motherfucker. That shit's enjoyable to me. You know? I love to see people just be proud of who they is. No matter what you is. Black, white, reptilian be proud of what you is i love to see that shit now let's go to the second half i know you don't deal with racism now i wouldn't say she doesn't deal with racism because she's definitely dealt with racism while she's been in that in the in the white man's lap you know over there in the royal family but Light-skinned people definitely enjoy what I call partial white privilege. I've said this before in the past. Light-skinned people enjoy something called partial white privilege. And this goes back to the colorism days. And in fact, you know who perpetuated this? Oh, let's see if I can find it. I didn't even think I was going to get all fucking historical today, but I, I know I'm going to have to go to I'm going to have to go to Russia to look this one up. I'm not even going to try and go to Google. Let's type in. Let's see if anything pops up. Uh, well, this term's kind of new. Ah, <sighs> uh, let me see. It's, it, 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 you might not be able to find this on the internet. This isn't one of Marcus Garvey's books. And I have it on the shelf upstairs. I'm, I'm not going to go get it because it'll take me like, you know, 30 minutes to find it. But let me see. Um, Brown paper bag. <laughs> let me see if it pops up. Um, all right. Let's type in Marcus Garvey. I'll just tell you what it is, right? So it's Marcus Garvey. Garvey. And he's talking about the NAACP. And he says when he walked in there, everybody in there was white passing, including W.E.B. Du Bois. Du Bois, however you say his name. I don't know how you say his name. It's Du Bois. Some people say it's Du Bois. Some people say it's Du Bois. If the motherfucking last name is French, it's Du Bois, motherfucker. I don't hear this Du Bois shit. It's Du Bois. Du Bois. 
deux frères. Um, damn. Is this so fucking black that the internet don't even got it? This shit might be so hotep that it'll be hard to find this on the internet. All right, so instead what I'll do is I'll just show you the book. All right, so this is Marcus Garvey. What is it called? Teachings? Something like that. Is this it? I, I, hold on, let me find a book for you. I'm going to have to check uh, Google for this one. Marcus Garvey. Books. And you guys can do your research. Here it is. Uh, no, that's not it. Um, not that one. Not Life and Lessons. It's the Writings and Speeches. I think it's called Marcus Garvey Writings and... Yeah, that's what it's called right here. Select... Selected Writings and Speeches of Marcus Garvey. That's the name of this book. You guys got to go to get a copy of this. And he airs out the NAACP. Matter of fact, why can't we find it? That's so trash of the Internet. This is classic material. Like if you want to annihilate the left, you got to get. So right here, you see it says Select Writings and Teachings of Marcus Garvey. Go get this book. Oh, wait, you know what I could do? Y'all want me to take a take some time to find this? It might take me five minutes or less. Let's try. Um, let's see. No, this. Uh, uh, damn, I can't even find a PDF. Let's try, let's try, uh, let's try Russia. Hold on, let's see if Russia can get us a PDF. Okay, here we go. Is this a dummy site? I hate when they have the dummy sites and it's going to ask you to sign up for some shit. Yeah, no. Never do that. It's like it, it'll download a virus or some shit like that. Or they just try to like rip you off. Is this it? Ah, got it. Found it. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Let's see if we can search now. Oh, come on. Here we go. All right. Um, there's 37 instances and I gotta think of the key word what, what did he say how did he call them oh. here it is found it W.E. Bougart Dubois as a hater of dark people. So colorism is 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 old. You see this was published in 1923. So dark skinned niggas and light skinned niggas have been fighting for a minute. Now in here. He says this unfortunate mulatto who bewails every day the drop of Negro blood in his veins being sorry that he is not Dutch or French 
has taken upon himself the responsibility of criticizing and condemning other people while holding himself up as the social unapproachable and the great I am of the Negro race. This is this is some of the best beefs in black history is Garvey versus Du Bois. Du Bois went and snitched to the man on this. He had him extradited, kicked out the country and locked up, shut down his business. All right. So I want the part where he says he walked into the NAACP office. OK, here we go. He says right here, anything that is black to him is ugly, is hideous, is monstrous. And this is why in 1917, he had but the lightest of colored people in his office. When one could hardly tell whether it was a white show or a colored vaudeville, he was running at Fifth Ave. Damn. <laughs> Bars. Talk about this is what you call uh, educated clapbacks. Um, where, where was where was I? Right here, right? Fifth F. It was only after the Universal Negro Improvement Association, the UNIA, this is his uh, organization, started to pounce upon him and his National Association for the Advancement of Colored People that they admitted that colored element into the association that could be distinguished as Negro. And it was during that period of time that Weldon Johnson and Pickens got a look in. But even Pickens must have been ugly for Du Bois, for they made it so warm for him up to a few months ago that he had to go uh, hunting for another job. The time when Marcus Garvey is willing to welcome him into the UNIA. It is no wonder that Du Bois seeks the company of white people because he hates black as being ugly. That is why he likes to dance with white people and dine with them and sometimes sleep with them because from his way of seeing things, all that is black is ugly and all that is white is beautiful. Yet this professor who sees ugliness in being black essays to be a leader of the Negro people and has been trying to for 14 years deceive them through his connection with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. OK, so it's the NAACP. Right. Um, and, and again, coming back to the main point right here, he accuses them of what they call today colorism. He said they were white as snow. White show. It was a white show. Okay. Which brings me to my next point. You just got to type in NAACP founders and people claim that this is a black organization. But when we go look at the founders, here they are. Here they are. Here they are. Copy image address. Let's put this on your screen. Um, these are the, so this is Dubois in the upper right hand corner. If I didn't tell you that from far away, you think this was a white man. Ida B. Wells, definitely looking on the whitest side. This is no attack on my light skinned people, by the way. I just want to make sure that's clear. I just want to show you how old this thing is. So this is founded by white jewish and black people but these black people are definitely practicing something colorism and claim to be for black people so if you ever want to ice the left i just gave you the document i just gave you the photos 
in order to be good at debate, you got to know your history. You got to know your sources. You got to be able to find them like I just showed you. But that's just a little trip down um, historical lane. All right. Tell a friend to tell a friend where you heard that from. Many of you have already seen this. Put a one in the chat if that was new for you. If that Marcus Garvey piece of writing I just showed you um, is new for you. Tony's son, the NWCP ain't never done shit for black people. The fuck? It, you know who it did do something for? <laughs> Let's get messy. <laughs> I'm going to show you who it did do something for. <laughs> Here it go. Let's put this up on the screen. <laughs> I ain't shit. You know who it did do something for? A young Candace Owens. Oh, this is a real hotel brother. NAACP, 17 years old, high school student. Group of white boys from her school reported left voice messages on her cell phone in which they used racial slurs and threatened to kill her. NAACP was there for, for her. It was there for her. <laughs> Shout out to Candace Zones. Young Candace Zones right there. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, let's let's uh let's get back on track here. Um we had to do that though. We had to do that. We had to <sighs> So it looks like it was new for some of y'all. Stuart said you heard it before. Bunch of ones in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, when you come here, you get your big brain shit. Pause. We're going to go to Trump and then the vaccines and then we're going to talk some big brain shit. I want to leave some room for the phone calls, but I have to complete today's presentation. Um, We got a little bit derailed with the Garvey stuff, but you guys had to see that to sort of round out this concept of um. Meghan Markle and the magical Negro and just add some more texture to that, some more dimensions to the very complicated nature of being black. Um, all right, let's one more thing, I guess, in, in regards to race, since we're here. Yay. Yay is coming out with a 40 minute apology video for his anti-Semitic re remarks set to drop for his new album. Uncle Hotep says documentary side quest activated. Now I'm going to say this 40 minute documentary. That ain't no side quest. That's a main mission. This is a whole main mission. You know, usually side quest is like, you know, you drop an apology, you send a check to an organization, your uh, publicist writes you, you know, an apology letter and you say it and you post it on your Instagram. You know, that's a side quest. A 40 minute apology video? This shit better be good. This shit better be good. Um, And it bet I hope this story's real, too, because he needs to apologize. I think he really does think he really does you know we want to see yay come back and come back strong and get his bank accounts back hopefully the jews let him have his bank accounts and, and his adidas career back you know uh 
But that's a that's not a side quest. That's a whole main mission. All right. That's a whole main mission. Anyway, let's go back. Just wanted to cover that. Put that on your desk. We're going to talk about it tonight. We'll be back tonight with Uncle Hotep live 8 p.m. Eastern, of course. Close that, close that, close that, close that. All right, let's go here. Uh, Jenna Ellis says, Loomer out here just admitting Team Trump paid influencers to attack DeSantis, something they've all denied. And big, big mad she wasn't also paid for her journalism. Cat turd, come get your girl. So Laura Loomer says, so sick of, the, of seeing grifters on the right post about how it's time to unite and support Trump. While all of you are taking thousands of dollars a month to AstroTurf, Ron DeSantis and other candidates and were too afraid to endorse Trump. Some of us were investing thousands of dollars of our own funds into holding rallies and protests in support of President Trump and exposing his rhino opponents by doing actual investigative journalism, not making stupid TikTok videos. The worst part about the right wing is how 90 percent of the right wing media pundits and influencers are grifted who lied about being paid by candidates and who changed their mind with the direction of the wind. Now they all want to pretend like they haven't spent the last year attacking Trump. Uh, you know who never got a check from a political candidate? Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. So, I, you know, the only reason why I want to show this to you, I just want to show this to you because y'all be on the timeline and y'all be following these grifters and y'all be listening to them not knowing those are paid opinions. You see them move like the wind. And you don't you don't even recognize that these are paid opinions. One day we're going to have to play the Yuri Bezmenov clip in here. You know what I mean? Anomaly posts it once every month or some shit like that. But it's a very important clip. They pay the influencers to sway your opinion. And then I just show you how to think about your opinion. How to judge the opinions that come across your desk. But they're bought and paid for. So when you saw Vivek and all of a sudden all these influencers got came out the woodwork to go support him in Iowa. You thought they did that because they like Vivek? Nah, they got paid. <laughs> I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy... He, he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. Let's go here. Let's pull this up on the screen. It's time to talk about it. It is time to talk about it. Mr. Faux Five has finally said it. Let's play the tape. Tonight, I'm also making another promise to protect Americans from government tyranny. As your president, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. You know about that? You see how surprised he was at the response? He's like, damn, people know about this? I didn't know you know so much. I'm very, well, New Hampshire, very smart people. Very, uh, very current. You know what they're doing. Such a currency would give a federal government, our federal government, the absolute control over your money. They could take your money. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know it was gone. This would be a dangerous threat to freedom, and I will stop it from coming to a tonight. I'm all I want to play the second clip. Which 
I've actually championed, we talked about a number of issues backstage, which I've actually championed in this race that I do think would be beneficial to the America First movement for President Trump to take on. And I think he was very amenable to many of them. Opposition to a central bank digital currency. And so these are the pluses of having Vivek in his corner. Vivek is warning him and letting him know. And obviously, Vivek's team is watching the Griff Report. They're obviously watching the Griff Report. They know uh, what needs to be said. Um, <laughs> so check this out. In the past, what we said was a Trump administration would be the administration that would bring about the CBDC. Now we have met a roadblock with that theory, or I should say a fork in a road. So either he's going to go back on his promise. Never or he never mentions this again and goes back on his promise. Like, But if he keeps saying this over and over again, he's got to deliver. He can't not. Say no to the. So here's a couple of scenarios that I ran through in my head on how a CBDC could come about under the Trump administration. First of all, we got disease X. Then we have war. Then we have the unthinkable, right? The unthinkable is like a 9-11 event, right? Um, it could also be a 2008 housing crisis. Either way, what we're talking about here is in order for the CBD, CBDC to pass, it would have to be an excuse of um, a, some sort of crisis. Uh, it would also really, really like it really lies in Congress. Congress really has a congressional power. But I saw somebody say something earlier where uh, I thought it was quite intelligent. They said that the passing of the CBDC or the discussion of the CBDC is going to become a left versus right thing. It's going to become uh, you don't uh, care about people. You don't care about black people. You're racist if you don't want the CBDC. And and I've, we've covered that in the past. You guys know that argument about um, inclusion, right? Like that's the thing they say about uh, CBDCs. They sell this financial inclusion. So because they, they sell this thing as financial inclusion, what they'll try to do is they'll try to say Trump is racist if he does not pass the CBDC bill and allow the Fed to issue a central bank digital currency. So it may be a situation. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Let's say a bill is introduced in the House, passes, goes along to the Senate. Doesn't it need the president's signature to get approved or does it not need the, the, the president's signature for approval? Chat, help me out here. My civics, I'm slipping on my civics. I could have sworn it's going to need the presidential approval. He's got to be the last one to sign it. No. Or, or can they just do shit and the president doesn't have to sign it? I know he can veto. I know he has veto powers. But isn't there like some sort of loophole where Congress can bat pass shit without the president's signature? Isn't there some loophole or something like that? Or am I wrong? Help me out, chat. So either they bypass the president. They can override veto. Yeah. 
Yeah. They can force with a supermajority. Right, 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 right. But the great enough majority. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Damn. So this could be a situation where they don't even need Trump. But they would need a supermajority in Congress. Hmm. Interesting. Either way, it seems like Trump has cleared his name. And this makes me happy. This makes me happy that I don't have to defend Trump's passing of a CBDC because I was going to. (laughs) Being a natural hypocrite, I am sometimes I was going to throw him some bail. He had no choice. It was a pandemic. (laughs) But I'm glad that he said no. And I'm glad that Vivek put this in his on his desk and put this this bug in his ear and he said something he said no to this um i wanted more fanfare from the right in regards to this it seemed like the only people that were pushing this clip were um libertarians like if i just type in um cbdc um trump let's say for instance like who's talking about this dave smith libertarian jimmy das he's hotep I don't know who that guy is. Dave Smith, Wendy O, Alex Jones. Alex Jones talked about it. But me and Alex Jones talked about CBDCs. Um, I don't see the right wing pundits in here. Like, where are the right wing? Did your did your right wing pundits talk about this? And you can't say Hotep Jesus. Like, where are they? Like, I don't even know these people. And it's just like this is. Y'all don't understand how important this is. It is like the the most important thing Trump has said in the past six years. And it's just like, where y'all at? I don't know none of these accounts. These are all financial accounts, crypto accounts, obscure accounts. It fell upon deaf ears, right? Crazy. Crazy. I thought, you know, I I didn't think that. I got to take that back. I knew people are too dumb to understand the ramifications. Um, And and plus, they hit y'all with the Uvalde. They hit y'all with the Uvalde distraction today. Oh, look at the Uvalde. Don't don't look at Trump talking about CBDCs. Look over here. Uvalde. Nobody gives a fuck about Uvalde. That shit was like three years ago. That shit was a decade ago. Nobody cares about that shit. We all knew the cops fucked up. Oh, now the inv- uh, the investigation shows the cop fucked up. We all, all this is what I hate about people, man. We all have come to the consensus that those cops was trash. And now you're like, oh, the investigation shows they were trash. Do you think we needed your investigation? We had already drawn our conclusions. Fuck your investigation. So weird. So the people are distracted by Uvalde. CBD, I thought the CBDC would be trending. and No, no. It's not... But kudos for Trump, kudos for Vivek, and that's why I think Vivek is good for him, because Vivek's got his ears to the street. Let's go to the Vax. It's the last thing I'm gonna talk about. Then we're gonna get on the phone lines. Text Hotep in your name to two zero two five nine six five six three one. Text Hotep in your name to two zero two five nine six five six three one. And. uh we will take your phone calls. Let me just make sure I have enough of the data on the screen. Can y'all see this? Okay, good. Um, 
just want to make sure I have what's this okay let me okay then we have to pull this out pause all right let's do it did I show y'all this you can't tell me I think the vaccination honestly my last three crises that I had I haven't had anything like that after that shot I think it messed me up I really do which one did you take Pfizer mm. I don't care which one I took it you can't tell me why this ain't why this ain't do no numbers or did it and I missed it so this is T Boz. This is from the, um, I mean, just classic uh, staple in music uh, group, R.I.P. Left Eye, TLC. And uh, T Boz said uh, the Vax messed her up. Let's go to this next one. Kevin Bass, 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 PhD, MS. Says new paper shows autism-like behavior in rats whose mothers were exposed to the Miser mRNA vaccine while pregnant with them. There was substantial cell death in brain areas critical to normal behavior. The largest autism-like behavioral changes were seen in male rats. This is a study. This is a real study. Cut off too soon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have They should have let that rock. Shout out to my rumblers. I see y'all. I see y'all. Um, y'all ain't sent me no money yet, did y'all? No, you didn't. That's okay. It's okay. No worries. Um, make sure you get some master. Make sure you get some uh, men of water supplements in your supplements in your life. How can we be free if our money isn't free? Jimmy Doss been paying attention. This brings me back to this. This is the last thing I'm going to show you. I'm going to go to phone lines. Put this poll out, and I said, "What do you suggest for your children?" All vaccines bad, some vaccines good, all vaccines good, see results. 0.7% said all vaccines are good. 14.5% said they wanted to see the results. 24.4% said all vaccines bad. 60.4% said some vaccines are good. I would just like to say shout out to the 24.4%. Oh, this is a real hotel, brother. Salute to you. You people are amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, the babies that ain't been jabbed, it seems like there's something different about them. Mentally, behaviorally, as someone who has vaccinated children and a baby that is unvaccinated. Oh, I never seen no shit like this before. This new motherfucking baby is something fucking different. This unvac shit, I'm like, damn, is this what humans are like? This is this is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know, I just wish I knew better at a certain point when I was younger. Yeah, I was young when I had kids, but I wish I knew better. I wish I knew better because all of my kids would not be vaxxed if I could do it all over again. 
Well, I'm not going to sit up here and give you medical advice and tell you what you should or should not do with your children. You do what the fuck you want to do. All I'm going to say is shout out to that 24.4%. I got some Rumble money now. Hold up. Let me check my Rumble. Kitten Coon Lenny, $5 Super Chat over on Rumble. Okay, you are far too kind. You are far, far, far too kind. Um, I'm concerned about the 60.4%. I'm really fucking concerned. Like some of the art. Can I find? You know, here here's something I'll say. The vaccines are effective at preventing a disease. But what are the side effects? Let's assume that they are good at preventing said disease. What if the drawback is you lose 10 IQ points for every shot? I think something neurological happens. But there were some very interesting arguments. And there was also some very good stories, too. Um, like this guy right here, he says, uh, it's a nice fact. All 74 vaccines on a child's schedule have been approved without placebo text, uh, testing. It's all, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I would go and, and read that thread and just to open your eyes to either the ignorance or the lack of ignorance of people on the internet. I also find it fascinating. We only have 2,659 votes. That's fascinating. Wait, what? Really? When did I post this? This morning. Hmm. Hold on a second. Hmm. Well, we have time. We have time. Okay. All right. Just check. Just check. Uh, Interstellar Gaming, $5 Rumble Rent. Shout out to Interstellar Gaming. He's on the Men of Water squad. He's gang gang. What up, bro? Let's go to the phone lines. Text hold up your name at 202-596-5631 if you want to get on the phone lines. And I'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break. <laughs> 